This is the Advanced Selling Podcast 2006 presented by Caskey Achievement Strategies. Thank you, Mr. Announcer Guy. Welcome to the Advanced Selling Podcast. I am Brian Neal, co-host with my good friend, partner of crime, in crime, Bill Kasky. Of crime. Across the way there. I'm here. Yeah, we are in the same room. Uh, This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. We're glad that you're here and listening to us. We're here just about every Thursday uh, for a release. And a couple of updates for you, you people that listen regularly, just a couple of things to check out. Number one, go check out our new website, uh, kaskeytraining.com. C-A-S-K-E-Y training. It's all one word, .com. Uh, just released um, at the beginning of November. We've got some video that you can look at and watch us in action. You've got uh, books and tapes and CDs, lots of things you can buy to get extra content and uh, just ways uh, to actually see us uh, live. Uh, just don't eat before you do that because we're not very attractive. Can I add one thing yeah, to that? Yeah, please. Um, we're going to start taking off some of the pr- uh, previous podcasts. So if you want to download anything, uh, go to um, Advanced Selling podcast.com advanced selling podcast.com and you can download we'll be taking off april mays and june so we'll keep the most recent three or four months up there that's good but um we'll be taking those off but we'll, we won't do that until the end of november yeah we don't want to overexpose ourselves don't over-expose. you know we, we don't yeah we don't we don't want to take up all of the, the megabytes on your uh, on your ipod just not at this point um couple of other things. If you want to email us, we, we love your feedback. If you've got stories from the road, if you've got questions or comments, uh, if you think things that we say are, are really helpful or if you think we're complete morons, we'd love to hear from you. Listener. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Listener, L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Do you think people don't know com. how to spell listener? You know, I, I'm a bad speller, so I always thought it was L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, I just didn't listener. know. Well, that's I'm, how we pronounce it. I'm from Southern Indiana. I got an excuse. <laughs> so the so election's over. It yes, it, <laughs> it came it out of nowhere. A while. But I thought the that. election is over. I think there's a market for us there. I think I really do. I think there's a market because I'm watching these political ads, as most people did in the election, and most people get tired of them when oh, it's election time. Awful. And I just don't feel anyone comes clean with the truth. They don't speak reality. It's oh. it's just so transparent what they're saying. You know, I saw this this one woman said. This win was not about me. It's about you. And it, it'd be like giving a speech to your kids. Like everyone in there is her, it's her party. That's like her party, right? yeah. yeah. It, it, it's like, come on. It's not about, no, it's not. It's about you. Come clean. Yet my Bobby Joe Hudson was my history teacher in high school. She said, you know what the, do you know what the one job of a politician is? They have one job. Get elected. To get reelected. Get elected That's their yeah. only job. Their yeah. only job in life, once they get elected, is to get reelected. That's mm-hmm. all they're all about. And they Everything spend they the do. years in between elections trying to that. prepare yeah. themselves yeah. to do that. It's very interesting. Yeah, that's another topic. And we'll wait till 2008, probably October of 2008, to do that one. That'd be a good yeah. idea. So good. Uh, we'll see. We have t- topics for today? I've got one. Okay. That I've been uh, thinking yeah. about for a long time. How long? Like as of uh, five <laughs> minutes ago. Okay, good. When you said, what's the topic what's for today? What's the topic? That's how we do this. Yeah, it's better on the fly that way. <clears throat> better on the fly. Uh, you know, in business-to-business selling, which most of our listeners are, uh, are engaged in, there is some kind of a uh, – there, there's an issue of landscape. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is when you are a salesperson and you're going into a company and you're calling on, let's say, a VP of marketing or it doesn't matter who, who it is, uh, you are walking into a landscape. Uh-huh. And – you might be calling on the right person or not, and I don't necessarily agree with this, the right person. I think there's a lot of people inside companies in the broader your 
the broader your engagement and the more complex your sale and the more enterprise-wide your solution, probably the more people you should be calling on. But let's talk for a minute about the landscape. What are you walking into? And there's three or four things I think that the, the, the trends are. Number one, you're walking probably into a company where people are overworked. They're mm-hmm. overwhelmed. Uh, most businesses today don't have a lot of people sitting around twiddling their thumbs. They've cut back. They've riffed. They've dropped people. And they've not rehired. Yep. And so a lot of people are doing the work of, of not just them, but maybe two or three of them. So you're walking into a, uh, many times into a stressed place. Uh, the second thing you're walking into is you're walking in usually to a company where there's not a lot of discussion about vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I saw a study a few years ago where the average CEO spends less than 0.1% of his or her time talking to, the, to their managers about the vision of the company. Yeah. And if they're not talking about it, you can rest assured the, the sales manager or the marketing person, the operations person is not talking about it. So if you sell something that can help them accomplish their vision, that's all well and good. But don't think that they're sitting around talking about how you, the salesperson, can help their, them accomplish their vision because they're probably not even talking about vision. Right, right, agree. Uh, the third thing is I, I don't care how good times are, there's always fear. And fear tends to drive people's decision-making process. Mm-hmm. And so chances are if you're going in, especially with a large ticket sale or a sale that's going to cause the, the prospect to have to change their thinking, change massively their way of doing business, or even just maybe even in a small way change what they're doing, you've got to realize that change is hard when people are in fear. Mm-hmm. And fear, I don't mean fear of, of job security necessarily, especially as you get up into higher levels, which is where you should be uh, calling, but everybody is looking over their shoulder. Mm-hmm. And the CEO's looking over their, his or her shoulder to the stockholders. The VPs are looking over his, their shoulders to, uh, to their people and to the CEO. Everyone has a shoulder over which they're looking at people around them. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you understand those three things, it makes you more effective because you're not going to recommend something that's going to transgress what they're, what's happening inside their, their world. Right. So I'm overworked. I don't know where the hell I'm going because no one communicates my vision to me. And I'm scared to death. Even at the highest level, if I'm a vice president yeah. of sales or a VP of, uh, or I'm the CIO, I'm scared to death because everything's so pressure filled. So I'm a salesperson coming into that. As I'm listening to you talk... I'm putting myself in the salesperson's role. I'm cruising down the street, going to my next call, and I'm thinking, man, that seems very different than what I usually go in and talk about. Mm-hmm. So how on earth do I go in and how do I engage the CEO that I'm calling on or the president of the company that I'm calling on or the VP? How do I engage them in that discussion? How do I bring that up? Because that, that doesn't sound like the normal type of stuff that the salespeople usually talk about it, it isn't and that's Very the problem different. that's i mean we've talked in the past about stalled deals and yeah. to me that's one reason deals stalled you may think it's because you didn't get the quote back on time or yeah. the quote was in the wrong font size but the reality is that uh there, there is a pain of changing and there's a pain of not changing right and the pain of changing is what if i change and what if i buy from you brian and the solution that i thought i was going to get is not quite as good as i thought it was right. because that has happened Million, it's happen, it happens everywhere all the time. And a lot of that's because the expectations were too high, but that's another podcast or yep. 10. <laughs> um, but, but the reality is there's a pain to changing and a pain to current reality. And what you've got to do as a professional salesperson in today's economy, and in today's economy, overused phrase, but globalization, um, 
internet being such a large part of decision making today, you've got to make sure you are discovering the reasons for change, the pain behind why the cur- their current reality is not working. And yep. if you're not doing that, then the pain of changing is going to be higher. Mm-hmm. There's also something in what you said that I think is very different that I have found people um, are fearful to go to but have tremendous results when they do. And that is really connecting to the personal pain of that individual you're speaking with. And those things you mentioned, being overworked, not knowing where the hell I'm going, no vision, fear, those are all very emotional um, elements are very emotional topics and everyone experiences them and most people don't have an outlet for them. So if I can be an outlet for that buyer in the sales process to let them express to me how they're feeling, yeah, you know, I am scared. It's tough around here. And then I become, um, and like an anchor of hope mm-hmm. or, a, a potential, um, life raft for them or whatnot. And they may see you as a solution as to a that, solution as a short-term right, solution. Go. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, because this came up in a uh, training yesterday, and I want I want to get your feedback or see what you think about uh, this topic to get into this. That is, um, what are the uh, what's the culture like? What's the culture like in your company right now? If you could describe it. So, if I, I was counseling a um, co- client of mine, and I said, "Why don't you ask them what the culture's like in their in their business right now?" And, and my, my client said, oh, I love that. Because all, now all of a sudden what they're talking about is, you know, oh, things are great. We're really up. Or, man, things are really suck around here. It's real painful. we got lots of pressure to, uh, to produce and that sort of thing. Because like you said, you're walking into a landscape. You're walking into a culture. What do you think? I've just risen you, out of you, my you chair. Have, you have, you're up. You're standing. You're walking was, around. If this was a video podcast. You look like but. a game show host. <laughs> Can you hear them? He's writing on the board. He's drawing circles and a smiley did face. I did. Okay. What I drew there were three circle, circles, circle, concentric dot, circles, now dot, you've got dot, the dot. Shot. Yep. Now, um, <laughs> if you're driving in your car, put, put um, <laughs> without stopping. I want you to draw uh, two, three concentric circles. What, uh, sorry, Mr. Thesaurus. What does concentric mean? Concentric. Please, thank you. For those uh, of us less uh, I have no fortunate, idea. <laughs> I just, three circles: one in the middle, one e- on the outside, and one outside of that. Equal distance apart. Equa, equa, equa distance apart. That's sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I went to public school. You went to private school. What can I say? <laughs> we talked about lexicon, didn't we? We did. Know, talk that about was like lexicon. an animal. You thought we that was an animal. Today, I did. <laughs> Those are the guys that come around in March. Huh. <laughs> 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 oh, look, kitty. It's a little lexicon. <laughs> oh, that's a pretty one. Um, you got a concentric lexicon up here uh-huh. of <laughs> circles. And in the middle should be the problem, the problem okay. that you solve. And I find if you can go into any company and really hone in and isolate what issues are they having that your product can fix, mm-hmm. then everything aligns around that. That becomes the center point. In a, in a, in a movie, it's the, th- it's the plot line. Uh, On a the, dartboard, it's the bullseye. Hmm? It's the bullseye. Thank you. In the Thank Target you. ad, very good. it's the Target. It's the Target. Yeah, Did you hear about the deer that got into the Target store? And they were no. said, of all, of all places for a deer to go <laughs> <Right>. in. <laughs> target store with a big red target. That's a dumb Seriously, freaking on, deer. It was on MSNBC last That's night. That's very funny. But if, if everything that you do in the sales process focuses and centers around the pain, what's going to happen is a lot of people are going to be attracted to that. And uh-huh. uh, so every time you meet with someone inside that company, whether it's VP, no matter what level, you, you have to keep bringing them back to why are we doing this? What are the right. issues? And in the center point of that, people are attracted to a stake in the ground. Yep. And that is your stake in the ground is what problem are we solving? And I think 
if you, if you do that, all these issues of landscape are going, you're going to be able to control them and influence them and manage them. Yep. And if you take that uh, to add to what you're saying a little bit, the, that bullseye, that center to me, the real, like on a dartboard, it's a tiny little red bullseye. That tiny little red one to me is the personal problem or personal pain yeah. that you're going to fix. How that person's life across the desk is going to get better. Then beyond that, how their business, how their department's going to get better, then how their revenue is going to get better, then as we go out, how their customer relationships get better. Yes. But to me, it starts with making that person's life better off. So what you're saying is inside that inside that is even another circle, which is uh, the personal objectives of each person. It's maybe another personal podcast pain. we should talk about when you yeah. have five or six people in the in the buying process. How do you manage their personal issues? Yep. Because you're probably not going to get to it in a in a PowerPoint presentation. You're probably going to get to it one on one. Yep. Um, that would be a good a good topic because as we get into larger and larger accounts, and I know that uh, we've talked in past about landing large accounts, uh, you got to talk to more people. I mean, yep. one, one person does not make the decision. Correct. For it's big gone. Companies. It's gone. It's good. Very good. Hey, go to kaskytraining.com. You can uh, learn a little bit more about some of the uh, content that we offer. And mm-hmm. uh, what else do we have? You can uh, email L- us. I think you said that earlier at yeah. listener. You may spell that again. L-I-S-T-N-E-R at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, at any rate, we'll be back then. Good enough. See you. Bye. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast, presented by Caskey Achievement Strategies, Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to BillCaskey.com or to iTunes.